Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Why are we here this morning? You know, that's a question that we don't often ask ourselves. But it's a good question to consider. Some of us are here this morning because that's what we've always done. Our parents brought us from as a little child, and we've just always come to church. When Sunday morning rolls around, that's where we are. For some of us, we're here because we feel guilty when we don't come. I talk to a lot of people that uh, go through various struggles, and sometimes they'll say, you know, I haven't been to church in a long time. Then they'll immediately follow that with, but I'm going to get, start getting back to church. Their motive is guilt. They feel guilty when they don't come. But the truth is, and I want you to know this, no matter what your reason for coming here this morning is, even if it was a wrong reason, God can take our wrong reasons or our misunderstandings and he can transform them and use them for the good. When we do come, out of guilt or out of obligation or it's just what we do, a lot of times we are changing the gift that he desires to give us into a work, something that we do for him. So why come to church? Why should we even be here? The answer is so simple. Because we need Jesus. We are lost without him. And he promises us to be there for us in his word and his sacrament. Now the Pharisees in our gospel lesson, they attended temple worship every single week. In fact, they thought that they were good people in part because they, quote-unquote, went to church. They thought they did everything right. They went to church, they kept the traditions, but they had one major flaw. They were blind to the fact that they needed Jesus. They thought that they could do it on their own. And when they met Jesus, God's gift for the world, Instead of submitting to him and his word and the gift of salvation that he brings, they tried to find every single reason that they could to dismiss him. You notice the small thing that they found today? They're like, look, his disciples, they don't even wash their hands before they eat. How can we be with them? Or you hear people all the time say, I'm not going to go to church. Look at all those hypocrites there. But the thing that they are not recognizing is that they needed Jesus. And when they presented to Jesus all the reasons for not submitting to what he had to offer... He told them, Well did Isaiah prophesy of you hypocrites 
As it is written, these people, they honor me with their lips. They wouldn't miss church if it was the last thing. They honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. He said, you leave the commandment of God and you hold to man's tradition. You see, these people, they went to church, but their hearts, they were far from God. Where are our hearts this morning? Do we agree with the words that we confessed when we together we said, I, a poor, miserable sinner, confess all of my sins and iniquities, and I deserve nothing but temporal and eternal punishment. Do we believe that we are sinners that deserve God's punishment? Or do we agree with the Pharisees that we're not really that bad? Do we honor God with our lips in that confession while our hearts are far from him? I do this all the time. The truth is, I have not loved God with my whole heart. I have not loved my neighbor as myself. I have not let God's love have its way with me. And therefore, my love for others has faltered. When I look at our epistle lesson today, I know that I have not loved my wife as Christ loved the church. I have not thought of my neighbor as myself. I've not even loved my own child and son as myself. I have loved me above all else. I deserve punishment. And none of my traditions can get me off the hook. I deserve punishment. I need a Savior. We all do. And you know what? Whether or not I have come here today for the right reasons, the fact of the matter is, I am in the right place. And so are you. I needed to hear the words, I forgive you all of your sins. These are Jesus' words for me. They are Christ's words for you. I need to hear the gospel. We all do. Listen to this. Wives, submit to your husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and is himself its Savior. Now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. Now you might be thinking, wait a minute, Pastor. All I hear there is law. But look closer. As Paul says in the end of that chapter, 
This mystery of marriage is profound. And I am saying that it refers to Christ and the church. And as members of the church, we are the bride of Christ. And you know what Jesus said? I have not come to be served, but to serve and to give my life as a ransom for many. He has come here to serve you, to forgive you, to wash you with water and the word. So when it says submit, this means we are to submit to this washing that he wants to do for us. We're sinners. We need to be washed clean. Listen some more. Husbands, love your wives wives, as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by washing of water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor, without spot, without wrinkle, or any such thing that she might be holy without blemish. Now Rose, my wife, can attest that I fail to love her as Christ loves the church. And so I need Jesus even for this. None of us looks at God's gifts of marriage between a man and a woman in the correct way. We tend to think that marriage is for our benefit when God means it to be the benefit for the other, he also means for it to be a reflection of what Jesus does for his bride. And what does he do for his, his bride? He gives himself up for us. And then he takes us in his hand. <clears throat> And he washes us. He cleanses us. You are the most beautiful thing in all of creation. There is nothing more splendid in all the universe as the bride of Christ. And faith submits to Jesus' work, recognizing that he means only good for us. So why are we here this morning? To receive the one whose death takes away the sin of the world. So why are we here this morning? To receive the one who rose again to cleanse us by the very word that he speaks to us in this place that we call church. And now may the peace that surpasses all understanding guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus until he returns for you. Amen. We rise together as we sing the offertory found at the bottom of page 192.